Welcome to One Simple Word. Together we are walking through Paul's letter, wanting it to renew our minds and rejuvenate our hearts as we listen to his spirit-led doctrine and counsel. Today we are in Philippians chapter 2 and uh, we started this new letter that Paul wrote to the Philippians yesterday and we caught on to Paul's optimistic spirit and today he fleshes that out in chapter two and says this is how you live with optimism and with faith. So our one simple word today is Christocentric. No, no, it's not. <laughs> we already covered that. We already did that. Oh, that's right. Like, no, man. we. I'm kidding. We actually picked the word Christ-like. Christ-like. And I do believe that is one word. I feel like when I've seen it, I've seen it all together. Calling all English majors to right us or wrong us on that. <gasps> I just have to say, though, Christocentric may be the most talked about word I, in one I do believe so. so. I do believe so. Christ-like, but, but Christ-like. how do you see Christ-like? Well, in verse example? two, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. And also, it talks about humility and counting others more significant Mm. than yourselves. I believe all those things are Christ's example that we need to be following. Right, and and he, he says, then, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, this Christ likeness, and then he goes into this rich, condensed gospel story of how Jesus, from the very beginning, was sent by God and emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and was obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross, but then was highly exalted, given a name above every name that one day every knee will bow to and every tongue confess that Jesus is Christ is Lord. So he tells us who Christ is in the midst of saying like, we are to pursue Christ-likeness. Right, and more Christ-likeness examples as we continue on, Verse 14, do all things without grumbling or disputing. Mm, Wow. Yeah. We fail in that, but we need to strive for that. Right. And then also shine as a light in the world. Right. I just, I mean, all of that. And Paul's Christ-like attitude continued even as he began to offer himself as a sacrifice like Christ, obviously not in any atonement way, but he says, even if I am to be poured out like a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. That's great. And then there's also some examples of Christ-likeness, Timothy and Epaphroditus. Right. And both of them just Christ-like, genuinely concerned for others. Epaphroditus picturing what it means to be someone who gives his life to, he was near to death and was willing to give his life in that way. And the end of the chapter just says this, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to him. So just Christ-likeness in his sacrificial nature. So we have a lot to strive for, right? being Christ-like, shining in this world. And a lot of things not to do, too. Like, man, I'm just convicted not to grumble or dispute. You know what I try to do when people are grumbling around me? Walk away. I just walk away. (laughs) 
Hey, that's good, man. I just walk away and just go, get out of there. Sometimes I bite my tongue and sometimes I don't. Yeah, I know you don't sometimes. (laughs) And sometimes you need to say something. Right. But a lot of times, just just get out of there. Christ-likeness, it calls us to be faithful. It calls us to love. It calls us to sacrifice. And I trust that you will pursue being Christ-like today. We're so glad you're listening. Our prayer is that your one simple word will give you light and strength to live like Jesus today.